they talk hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dime. We talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five star players to impact the game. The whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bones, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When they try to come through the eight gap without block, you can bet whoever got the rock face gets slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs on the coast and in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your talk on. And if you ain't riding with the canes, go ahead and get your walk. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane And scouting the recruits that can really bang Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane And scouting the recruits that can really bang Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again What's up, what's happening, what's going on? Back with another Sebastian Lane. Uh, appreciate everybody that's tuning in this beautiful Saturday. Um, obviously, it's just pre-recorded. We are not live, but I will be in the chat with you guys chopping it up. Um, so please, as y'all trickle in, go smash the like button. Go subscribe, like, everything, all the good stuff, right? Um, if you haven't yet, please go sub, um, follow. If you're on Facebook, we have a Sebastian Lane page on there. It's an actual Facebook page. So we can interact and talk to you guys a lot more. Um, I know a lot of people have probably started trying to get off of Twitter a little bit because of all the rumblings um, that Elon Musk and stuff is, is trying to scrap up. So we'll still be on their stuff, but man, just to kind of keep us flowing and going, we'll be going live on um, through our, our Facebook as well. Um, I also want to get big enough and we start doing Facebook lives with some guys and kind of just chopping up stuff like that other than just our show. Um, so, but if you do, please go follow us on there, on Twitter, if you want to get on there, Rasta Edits, underscore D Franklin. If you're listening from a podcast, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Please go um, subscribe and follow on any pl- uh, podcast platform that you may, you may use. Um, today's show may be a little short just because obviously there's no game, but it's still game day for college football. Me and Dave, you know, love football in general. So, of course, we, we still want to keep it going and flowing with each with you guys. We do want to talk Temple. Obviously, we want to talk recruiting because it seems like a lot is picking up here lately. And in the month of September 4-0, things are, are kind of looking good on that trail. So, we'll talk that. Then we'll talk a little bit of, you know, what do we want to see in the bye week, stuff like that. Then we'll get into uh, mine and Dave's college pick for the week. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's have some fun, man. How you doing tonight, though, Dave? I'm good, man. If I was any better, I'd be twins. My team's 4-0. and <laughs> I'm undefeated. Life is right. good right now, right? The Kool-Aid is tasting real good, tasting a little extra sweet right now, and I'm drinking it, enjoying it. It's fun, man. And now we got a bye week, you know. Uh, bye weeks are tough, and we got to kind of, you know, weather through it, but – uh, I, I kind of try to look at it positive, man. We I'm gonna kick back Saturday and, and watch some other teams, some other games, enjoy the day, and uh, you know, look forward to the final week. But you know, right now, man, life's good for Canes fans, man. Feels good. Uh, recruiting uh, is still that trail is on fire. Trust me, it is blazing. So overall, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. You? Oh, man, I can't complain. Me, like you said, four no feeling. Um, I think this is. First time we've been 4 0 coming out, or yeah. undefeated in general coming out of uh, September. Losses mm-hmm. um, to AM, LSU, and Bama, Michigan State, stuff like that, you know, in previous years. So it was good to finally be on this side of the track, you know, kind of looking deeper into this season and stuff like that. Because yeah. all the quote unquote cupcakes are they're done. So I'm going to get into this ACC play. And, you know, um, I mean, you got Georgia Tech coming up and that game. It's not the the easy Georgia Tech road that we've faced, you know, before. Um, it's gonna be a pretty tough game. We got Haynes King who we faced last year, um, you know, and that that offense throw it around a little minded. Um, so it's a good tune up, obviously, before you get into North Carolina, who could be undefeated as well. And we travel up to North Carolina and looking kind of into that because I was trying to travel up there, but it looks like it might be nasty. Um, in North Carolina that week. Looks like it's supposed to rain from Thursday to Sunday, I think. So it could be wet, could be nasty, 
Um, hopefully, you know, we just keep rolling on alone. Yeah. But um, coming out of Temple, right? You're four and zero, forty one to seven. I think it, the final was or forty three to seven, something like that. Um, wasn't the prettiest, obviously, but kind of established dominance early and just ran it down the throats. Um, you had a few spectacular catches by Kobe Young and, yeah. and again. Kobe mm-hmm. George looks like he's smooth as can be out there. Yes, sir. As you're looking at us coming out of, you know, the, the Temple game, how are you feeling about our offense moving forward? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks really good, uh, you know, versus the competition we've had. And all you can do with the competition you have is go out there and beat them. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And we've preached all season. We've preached for a long time winning the games that you're supposed to win, and we're doing that. The offense looks great, man. I my biggest thing is is not just the confidence, but how relaxed Van Dyke looks. You can just see such a difference. Like look at this time last year versus now. What a difference a year makes. Uh, you know that offensive line is just playing out of their minds right now, and it's just like everybody's doing what what they should do. Everybody's doing what we hope they would do. Offensive line right. is is protecting him, and you can just see it. Seeing his throws, you can see it in his body movement. He's running a little bit. How about man when he took off, man? I, man, I, mean, yeah, I was rolling. Yeah, um, but, he looked good running it. He did. He looked good. Like it looked natural, you know. And like I said, just that confidence, man. It's it's just it's nice to see him get that back. And now he's being the guy that we we saw a couple of years ago, right? And so you know that looks good, and everybody looks good. Everybody looks relaxed. Everybody looks different. Kobe looks like a different man to me. That, still want more from you. I still want you to be that guy, but I'm gonna take what we're getting. You you look good, you look different. And like I said, he made some catches. Right. He made some catches. And I think I, I know, I know, I know. I like that we went in there and all you heard, like if I heard one more thing about the weather, I was gonna throw up. I was tired of hearing about the rain. I was tired <laughs> of hearing about the wind. I was tired of hearing people talk like 60 degrees was frigid cold. Right. And I just, you know, we went in there and what did we do? 300 and some odd yards on the ground. I mean, that that made me happy, man. It really did to see that run game just go off. Because that's what you do in those elements. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so the wind's going, right. so you got to switch, you know, switch it up a little bit. And we did that. Right. So, you know, it, it was a good win. And I think two things, obviously, number one, stayed healthy, and that's that's great. We all want that. But uh, I, I just thought they looked poised. I thought they looked like a, you know, a mentally sound team. There was a couple incidents that came up, and we handled it and just moved on. Didn't let Temple bring us down in the past. I think we would have made that mistake. So uh, right, I just, right, yeah, right. I, it, it just looked like an overall good business trip, as we call it, right? You get on that plane, you go down there, you get the win, and you come home. And I just thought they handled yeah. business. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you go and, and obviously there's stuff to clean up still regardless, but I mean, we still did what we're supposed to do when we dominated. Um, you know, on the defensive front, Bain looked like a menace. I oh, mean, my goodness. Everything he's cracked up to be. Yes, sir. Um, you know, and obviously we weren't as deep because we got some guys kind of trying to get back from injury and heal up, and, and we didn't really need to bring guys along quickly. Um, you know, they made sure we were fine and dandy. Linebackers played decently, um, you know, and, and our corners are, are kind of a little frustrated, you know, mm-hmm. because, like, I don't care if we're playing just soft coverage. I don't care. If, I want dominance. Yeah. Like, I don't care who the point, opponent is. I want shut down 24-7. I don't want the offense to score 50 or get 50 yards. Of, uh, we're going to need that. We're going to need that eventually. We're doing enough sure. to beat some teams, but – that's not going to carry over as we get into this. Nah, man. And don't get me wrong, like, I, Temple's not a good team. They're not a right. horrible team either. You know, they're not. And, and I get it. Like, they got a, a, a EJ Warner, whose dad's an NFL Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying the kid's paid Manning, but he's not a bum either, you know? No. No, so, absolutely. you know, and they got they got some guys, like we said before, they got some, some size, you mm-hmm. know, and it was fun to watch them. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I told you Miami of Ohio is going to be a problem for many teams this year. Yeah. Cincinnati found out. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's not like we played a bunch of scrubs, like right. FCS bottom feeders, like 
No, I mean, we played some decent teams that, that are good tune-ups. Um, you played A&M, who I think last week they, they beat Auburn. Um, you know, so I, I, that looks like a, a good win. Um, you know, and our defense kind of held them shut. Yeah. So, you know, I know our defense can do it, but I was upset that our secondary kind of just didn't look like they were their heads were in it. Yeah, you know, we could say we could blame, you know, us missing Cam and stuff like that. I get it. You know, there's a lot of different things, but you got to get to a point to where there's no drop off. Exactly. You know, if not, there is a drop off, yeah. it's it's just underneath. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff to clean up. Uh, we did get a ton of guys some more snaps. I think it was like like 200 pe- uh, freshmen got snaps again. So I get it, you know, like we're playing a lot of different people and I and I love it. You know, I love what the, the look of our, our team is right now. Um but getting into this bye week, you know, obviously there's some stuff we want to see, getting healthy for one. Um, but guys cleaning up, you know, tackling looked really well the last four games. Great, you know, like outstanding. Um but I do want to see you guys kind of understand what's going on a little better only reason why i'm saying that is because some mistakes when you get into acc play like north carolina clemson florida state um i forgot the other team play i had a brain louisville sorry um they're going to make you pay at the end of the day they got some athletes they got some guys that can, that can make some plays all over the field right so let's get up out of there and the bye week must clean a lot of this stuff. Yep. Um, you know, and, and I want to see, at the end of the day, Tyler Van Dyke look just as smooth. I mean, yeah. you couldn't ask for a better start to the year for him. Confidence-wise, no. um, connection with the receivers, understanding the playbook. I mean, you really couldn't ask for a better start to this year yeah. for our whole team, honestly, coming off what we had last year. Yeah. So getting into this bye week ASAP. Um, what are some things that you're looking to see, to hear? What are you What are you looking forward to, man? Yeah, the biggest thing, like the overall picture, I want to look like you should look coming out of a bye week. Right. Uh, in, in past seasons, you know, that sounds very <laughs> simple. In past seasons, huh? Didn't pan out. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you, you know, you've come out of a bye week and you just – we've looked flat. We've looked – you know, non-complacent. I want to see us coming out of a bye week. I want to see us look refreshed. I want to see us look like we've not taken two weeks off, so to speak. Everybody thinks bye week, man, we just kick back and watch on TV and just right. – Well, I want to see that there's been work put in. Uh, yeah, there, sure. there's, there's things to improve, and now we've looked good for four weeks. We have right. – and now is when you really get into it. Now here comes the conference schedule, right? And this is where you got to handle business. And I want to I want to see dudes. Everybody should everybody should be on board now. You've had four weeks, and honestly, if you've played and you've been getting reps and you've been in and out and you've been you know getting some time in, you should be on board now. You should understand what we're doing. You should understand the 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 you know everything that we're trying to accomplish. And there shouldn't be any letdowns. Uh, I want to see somebody else step up. We talk about hey, secondaries looked a little bit. You know, I get it. I know Cam was out. We all know Cam was out. Who? What? what yeah, heaven forbid that happens again. Somebody yeah. else needs to step in that. Somebody else needs to step in there, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that For next sure. guy. We know. We know Cam's there. Who's that right. next? I want to see some dudes take that step. I can't wait to see Cam back. That, that is my I biggest agree. thing. I cannot wait till I turn that, that TV on in a week, and, and there he is. I can't wait to see that. Uh, I want to see Van Dyke, like you mentioned, continue to be that guy. Um, I would love to see, you know, running back by committee, and that seems to be what we're going to do, and that's great. I would love to see one guy just kind of Mr. Cheney looking good. He does. Man, that makes me happy, too. I, it I'm does. Happy. Yeah, I really yeah. am. We're going to need somebody next year when, when he released. Yeah, yeah. So I hope I hope he continues. I would love to see somebody in that running back room kind of take that step and you know continue to do it by committee. But who is the one the the real guy there? Um, mm-hmm. And is it ain't me if I don't mention the line. I love our first five. I love them. <laughs> and we've seen some, we've seen a couple guys come in. Uh, I was impressed with Rodriguez at center. That surprised me. 
Uh, other too. than the fact when he tried to belly to belly suplex, old boy, and grabbed yeah. him around, I don't know what he's doing there. But other than that, I thought he played well. You know, coming in, I know, I know it's right. late in the game. I get all that, but I thought he looked okay. But I would like to see who, because we're going to need him. Well, you're going to need that down the line. Just like the yeah. secondary, their play is going to have to get better. We're going to need somebody on that O line to take that next step and be that second guy, so to speak. So no, I agree. A lot of things to clean up, man. A lot of things to get better, but I feel more confident now that it's going to happen as far as that goes. We're going to make some change. We're going to make some right. adjustments. We're going to do some things. I feel better about that than I have in the past. Yeah, and I mean, like, honestly, I like what you just pointed out when you started off. Coming out of a bye week yeah. has been one of our biggest concerns. Because I think mm-hmm. in the last six years, we're 0-6. True. You know, coming out of a bye week. Yeah. So, and I think in one year we were like zero and three or something, like zero and two. We had like two, we had multiple bye weeks. So, um, yeah, I mean it was horrible. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, but, we've actually looked worse. Like coming out of bye weeks, yeah. like yeah. we didn't just look like not good. I'm we like, what? Wait, yeah, did we y'all like going? Did you reverse the film when you watched it? Like you went backwards. We well, looked. Did you watch yourself? Like, yeah, I was like, trying to understand how to beat yourself. Like, what the, yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, it was it was piss poor, you know, yeah. for like obviously. And I know Mario's a guy that he's he that's what he you know kind of pulls himself together by is right. He wants to prove himself in every aspect as a head, excuse yes. me, as a head coach. So yeah, I, I think you know this week coming is huge for him. Um, you're gonna get a little more rest. I get it, it's a body, but you're gonna see just as hard, you know, in practice, you're going to probably see actually a little more intensive, you know, kind of going through. And I like what he said the other day, the team, some guys on the team asked him, Hey, can we turn this up a notch? Like we won't practice be harder. Well, I can say right now, Mario crystal balls practices aren't easy. Like he's already on, on a hundred. So if you're wanting more, that just kind of speaks to what, what we're, you know, how we're, we're looking, you know, at the end of the day. So, I mean, I love it. I think, I think honestly, that's, that's what we've been looking for as Miami Hurricane fans, getting to that next, that next level of not just talent, but development. Um, you know, and you got guys like, like we got what Rivers, Cohen, Lee, um, and then Cooper are all getting accolades from the start of the season. So, and once you're getting that, you know stuff's going in the right direction. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, but obviously getting ready for getting through the bye week, getting to week five, um, there's a lot of stuff we want to, you know, kind of look forward to and cover and stuff like that. We'll get into that next week. Um, next week will be Georgia Tech week. We will obviously talk about it, get into it, everything else. Um, I'm not going to jump too deep into that. Obviously, Temple – Temple, they're getting beat right now, fourteen to three. Um, you know, so obviously, but whatever. I, we did what we we're supposed to do. We got out of there healthy, kind of, you know, getting to to bye week. So I'm I'm good with what we got, right? There was some really, really good games of football this this past week that were played. Um, Notre Dame, Ohio State, um, even the Florida State, Clemson, even though it turned out ugly. Um, but I want to jump into that because this was a horrible week for me picking them. Um, obviously, you had a incredible week. Um, you jumped me and wins losses, so it kind of hurt hurt my heart, you know. So I'm let's sorry. go ahead and get into this a little bit because I'm sorry. This week was actually fun. Um, at the end of the day, like I said, Texas A and M Auburn. If you watch that game, that was actually an impressive win for AM because their starting quarterback went down. Yeah. Wagman, you know, who we played five star who was doing phenomenal. And then had Max Johnson come in. And I mean that he just he looked he looked like all right, I'm gonna just take it for what we had it. Um so Auburn's defense is it's filthy. Um there's no way to spin that. But they've got to find some offense somewhere. Yeah. Um, they I think they're gonna struggle this year just because that offense can't put up points. Hugh Freeze gotta get him a quarterback. Like I said, I think the AM team can sneak up on a lot of people. They're a team to watch in the West, as Bama don't look like Bama. LSU looks like they can have some hiccups. Um, so, obviously, is what it is. That Oregon-Colorado game, 
kind of looked like how we would envision it. Um, I know Colorado was down their um, Travis Hunter, which I don't think would have made too much of a difference. I don't either. Um, it wouldn't Oregon matter. Like, yeah, bro. Oregon looked like they would just have their way. That D-line feasted. I mean, the, the, the only difference that would have mattered, it might have been 42-14. Correct. Yeah. You know, some of 42-10, 42-13. I don't know. It might have made another score or something. But it just right. – bro. And I – this – I'm not even hating on them. But, like, you ain't you ain't there yet. Uh, them trenches, bro. Like, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They just that, – That's the biggest part I think Colorado's missing. Because they got the weapons. Yeah. You know, and Shador's not a bad quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Around. Right. So, they're just missing the trenches, bro. And, I mean, if they could start – Plugging in some guys in in those trenches, yeah, yeah, I, I think Colorado could be really, really good yeah, over give, you know, the next little bit. Yeah, give those playmakers some time and some room and some space and some things like that. You know what I'm saying? It's huge and, and difference. Can we skip the next one? Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That that game there kind of it had me scratching my head in like the first quarter, like half. I'm like, what? Watching that game, bro, look like neither team wanted to win. Yeah. I, it was an ugly game. Um, even though, obviously, Bama pulled it out. They were yep. at home, so I kind of expected it. That, and they did exactly what I thought. That quarterback I just want to apologize. I want to apologize, <laughs> Coach Saban. I told you. I, I know you did. I know, and I, I didn't. <laughs> I normally, like, I, I say all the time, hey, is Coach Saban on the sidelines? Okay, you then give me Bama. I don't, I get to, and I yeah. made a mistake. And I'm sorry. It's hard to go against Coach State. I mean, it's, it, is. it is. Everybody want everybody wants that to end so bad that they automatically jump. The second there's a chink in the armor, oh, he's done. It's over. It's done. Well, he didn't look he like was, he was. Done. He didn't look done to me Saturday. Nah, nah. I mean, he still looked like he he could coach. <laughs> but can we talk about Lane Kiffin? I mean, yeah. I, and I, I I like Lane. I think I he's a good him. coach, but. Uh, Thing. Until he finds a defensive coordinator, I just I don't think he can get over that hump, bro. I really he's don't. A, he, that whole uh, here I am. I just said people do it to Saban. Here I'm about to do it to Lane. But that whole flash around him seems to be kind of I don't know a little dimmer anymore. You know, yeah. he was the up and comer. He was the offensive guru. He was the guy. Right. And I don't know, man. Last year too, it seems like it's sort of. Sort of kind of flickering out a little bit to me. I don't know. We'll see. Now, watch he'll he'll come out and put up seventy this week, and I'll be on here apologizing again next week. <laughs> it, you know, just seems. But I agree with what you said. I love that because I've kind of said that a little bit. Till he gets a solid big time defense, defensive coordinator, and gets that side of the ball right, you know, I think you're just going to continue to see this kind of season. Yeah, I agree. Where he, he looks really, really good. And things are kind of rolling in the lane train, and then, you know, and until you take that step and you start, you start going after Coach Saban year after year. I'm gonna tell you what, man. If you want Coach Saban to stop, like everybody's like, when's he gonna quit? You just need to let him win another one, and he'll until if he keeps having this competition and reason to go after it, he's just gonna keep he's gonna keep plugging away. Record, bro. I'm telling you, record. I know he wants the championship records. I mean, yeah, wouldn't I? Don't blame him. Um. This next game, Ohio State Notre Dame, bro. This was it was a good game defensively, obviously, yeah. but yeah, it was pitiful watching both offenses because it was like Notre Dame, like Hartman needs weapons. Like Notre Dame don't really have wide receivers that can just take over a game, and their running back, I mean, he's a big physical dude, but they don't have a, a change of pace back that can kind of get out and. and Make make guys miss out in the open field. I mean, he's just gonna run through you. He's insane. Like I like him a lot, bro. Um, and he got Ohio State. Their offense is it's it's like a a bad spark plug, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> you can you can turn the key over, bro, and it might give you a spark every once in a while, but it ain't about a ignite. That that offense, they need to find it. You know, I don't care about the, the over like the last. I don't care about none of that, bro. That game, Notre Dame lost at the end of the day. Yeah. You did not put a single edge, D tackle, whatever, on the line on that side where the running back. That's 
that's pitiful. Al Golden should be fired immediately. And I'm not even saying that because of what he did at, uh, at Miami, but that that was uncalled. That was, yeah, I won't even speak on that dude. Um, next game, North Carolina walks through again, undefeated. Um, here we play them in, I think, three weeks, if it's not, if it's somewhere around there. Yep. So um, they're, they're, they kind of did what we expected to do. Pitts, not same pit. Um, they hung tight in the first, but I don't know why they, they – it looked like they changed, changed up the scheme in the second half. It looked like a completely different pit team. Um, but Notre Dame just outlasted them. This next game, pitiful, horrible. Looked like both teams, they just don't – like, I don't know what it is, bro. Clemson just – I don't know if they don't have the fire under them. I don't know if it's both – they, they don't have the OCs anymore, DCs. I don't know what Clemson's issue is. I know they don't have the wide receivers they used to. That old line, but you know it's very spotty. But Terrible. Florida State looked like they didn't want to win either. No, you know, and I, like this ain't even me being a troll or anything like no, that. I understand. If you're a fan of either team yeah. and you're happy with what you saw, I don't know what to tell you because as as if Florida State's a top five team, that game should have been a blowout for for yeah. Florida State. And I'm not Absolutely. talking forty like forty eight to three. I'm just saying they should have been like a thirty five to twenty or something like that. Yeah, thirty five seventeen, thirty one fourteen. They should have handled business. And what in God's name Clemson was doing at the end of that game? Bro, I don't no. know. I, I just I yeah. don't I just don't know. I, I don't know who yeah. you put that on. That's OC. That's Dabo. I don't know, but somebody. Somebody needs a long, long talk and maybe a playbook taken away. I don't know. I don't know right. what they were doing. That was I absolutely agree. terrible. And I was surprised to see a Dabo Sweeney team. Yeah, it looked that like, bad. Just looked like they, they look bad. Like, yeah, they just look – I don't – Yeah, I, like, like, obviously I don't feel for them. I don't feel for either team because no, I can't I don't one of them. But that team, it just – bro, it's, it's – as soon as it went to overtime, I said, I literally let my wife and I said, Florida State's won this game. Yeah. Immediately. Because yeah. I knew what they were going to do. They were going to throw a, a fade to either Coleman or Wilson, catch, obviously, because their they're starting corner is out. And of course, Clemson being Clemson, they don't have that star power that they've had for, I don't even know how many, like the last 10 years, if you want to say. So. Obviously, we play Clemson here in a few, but Clemson's got a game this week. We'll talk about it here in a few minutes. That's going to be a game I'm, I, I think everybody should watch, to be honest with you. Um, and then Florida State's on a bye week this week, and, and obviously back into to another ACC game. This next game, honestly, I got bored watching it. Um, <laughs> I was expecting fireworks because UCLA could put up points, Chip Kelly, but Utah – did what they like, it looked like an anaconda putting you know its grass around a damn dog's throat and just bleeding the life out of it, bro. That they literally beat them physically up front in the secondary, you know, running backs, linebackers. Like it, UCLA looked like they were just drained by the at the end of third quarter. Um, so obviously that that I. I I thought Utah not still having their starting quarterback in would, would hurt them, but obviously it didn't. Um, this next game, LSU and uh, Arkansas. I told you that week, I said, man, this one, I just won't pick LSU again because honestly, <laughs> they, they fumbled the bag against Florida State. Um, but this game was, it, this was probably one of the better games of the week. Both teams going back and forth and, it looked like both teams wanted to win. They were fighting, um, and they come down to the last minute, you know, and LSU hung strong. Kudos to them. I mean, they did what they were supposed to. But, um, yeah, they just outlasted Arkansas. Um, this next game, Washington State, Oregon State, this wasn't even, bro, I, I expected a way better game. Yeah. Uh, Washington State is – they're a really good team. And yeah. – um, that was the one I didn't. I, if you remember, I was yeah. earlier just flipped a coin on that one. I didn't know what to do on that. So, yeah, their defense is good. Yeah. They got a really, really good defense. Tough they defense. Do. They do. They um, do. 
you know, so kudos to them. Um, really good game watching that one. And then obviously the next one, Penn State, Iowa, it, it looked exactly, exactly how I, you know, I envisioned it. Um, Iowa just doesn't have it on offense. Um, really good physical, hard work, you know, hard physical team, smash mouth football, but they just couldn't, couldn't even get anything remotely done on, um, Penn State here. Penn State looks good, by the way. Um, I'm very impressed with them at the end of the day. But um, we'll go ahead and get into, obviously, week two. Or, I'm sorry, week five. We're way into this. Isn't that um, crazy? That's insane. That's already bro, almost halfway through the year. It sucks. Like, slow down. Like, just – Give us an extra couple weeks or something. <laughs> give us a couple more games at the end of the yeah. year. Something. Yeah. So, first game, obviously, plays Friday night. So, when this airs, this game will be off, but you guys will see it because it's Thursday night here. Um, Louisville versus North Carolina State. Louisville travels to North Carolina State. Um, it's an interesting game for me because, obviously, Louisville's rolling. They're undefeated. We played them in a couple weeks, so we played North Carolina State as well. So, I kind of want to see both our opponents um, ahead of time. And I want to see if Louisville can keep rolling because NC State got a good, pretty good defense, not elite, but if they can score points, they're gonna. I think they'll easily walk away with them, uh, which is honestly kind of why I do have Louisville this week. I just think they put up points, and I don't think NC State can can match them, you know, scoring. So I gotta go Louisville here. What do you got? Yeah, I agree with you on this. I got Louisville. I just I. I just think they're a better team than a lot of folks are giving them credit for. I think a lot of people think they're just kind of riding that wave, and I don't think it's that. I think they're a really good team. I think the coaching is different. I think uh, Coach Brom has them dialed in. He's got them believing. And I just think they're a good football team. I, you know, somewhere along the way they're going to stumble. But I just, you know, if it happened at NC State, I wouldn't be completely just knocked off my feet. But I just don't think it happens. I think what you said, I think they just put up too many points at the end of the day. You know, uh, I just don't think NC State can keep up. Nah, I definitely agree. So, obviously, moving into uh second game, Florida travels to Kentucky. Big-time SEC matchup. Kentucky's 4-0, U.S. 3-1. Obviously, a lot of hype around that Tennessee uh, win for Florida. Kentucky coming off a of Vanderbilt win. You know, both sitting at 1-0 in SEC. Who you got and what, why? Yeah, I got I got UK, I got Kentucky. Uh, it, you know, for a long, long time, long, long time in this in this game, in this rivalry, whatever you want to call it, you know, it was always Kentucky trying to get that, and now it almost sort of kind of seems like that's changing just a little bit with this game right. to me. Uh, I feel like you know Florida, I know against Tennessee, and Tennessee looked horrible in that game. Um, I think they put a lot into that, and I just think I think Kentucky at home this year. I just think – I'm just going to be honest. I just don't think Florida has it. And I just – I think Kentucky's just a better football team, to be honest with you, all the way down all the way down the line. I just think they handle business. And I don't I don't think it's going to be super close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I don't think it's going to be super close. Well, like a 34-21. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, 28-17, 28-20-something, you know, something like that. But I don't think it's like a three-point game, nothing like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean – when you look at the Kentucky team, I mean, that defense, Coach Stoops does yeah. what he does. I mean, that yeah. defense is nasty. Um, but I think Florida's confident. That offense, it, it's it's another, you know, spark plug type of offense. Yeah. It, it doesn't really ignite, but it, it does have a few moments where, where they do click. Um, and obviously, I think they have one of the best running backs in, in the country and tra- uh, tra- no, Trevor Etienne. Mm-hmm. Um so I think, you know, obviously they have an elite <laughs> running back, um, but I don't think they have a great running back room. So I think, yeah. you know, my I got to go Kentucky here uh, just because Mark Stoops alone, I think he can scheme. And defensively, I think they are they're they have the talent to match them. Offense, Devin Leary at quarterback, um, they're not a horrible offense, but they're not elite as well. Um and I don't think Florida's elite on defense. If you can kind of get that secondary on their heels, um, that O-line holds up long enough, I think Kentucky, I think they'll be a hard match for them. Um, so I, I got Kentucky. Um, 
Moving into game three, Georgia travels to Auburn. Obviously, a big robbery here. Georgia's kind of had the, the the head of the of the robbery here for the last few years, um, but they look kind of struggling, you know, the last few weeks here. And Auburn has a really good defense, but I obviously got to go dogs here. Um, I I just don't think our Auburn has any type of offense. I think Georgia will shut that down, um, which could kind of start the Tigers off really, really bad to start the year. So I, I'm got, I got the dogs here. I got them big. Um, how you riding with this one? Yeah, I got, I got Uga as well. I just think, yeah. Well, you know what you said, Georgia. There's really not been a dominant team this year. You know, or a team where it's just head shoulders better above everybody. I think this week you see that from Georgia. I just, I think Auburn got a lot, a lot. I, th- I think they're trying to do things right, and they're early on in right. the process, and they're trying to get some things done, and maybe it happens. Right now, I just don't think it's there. And I think Georgia goes down there, and I think this is an opportunity, and I think Kirby Smart wants this to go down there and make a real statement. Even though it's Auburn, it's on the road, it's SEC, it's going to be built up as a big game. And I think Coach Smart wants this one. I think they're going to go in there ready, and I think it's it's going to be be pretty ugly. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really disagree here at all with you. Um, LSU travels off from Mississippi. Um, probably a big game here, to be honest with you, because both LSU and Ole Miss need to find their footing here in the SEC and kind of put their best foot forward. Obviously, Ole Miss already having a loss. LSU trying to kind of say, hey, look, we're we're here, and we plan on, you know, making making a run to the SEC title game again. Um, So who do you have have this this week um, in Oxford? I'm going with Ole Miss. I'm going to Lane Kiffin again. Now, listen, Lane, I picked you last week, all right? Right. That's all that happens. But this is kind of what Lane does. I mean, you go Alabama, build up, hopped up. You go down there, you don't look too good, and now you come back home. Now you got LSU coming in. And although LSU doesn't really seem like the LSU of the past, if you get this one, then you kind of right back on the platform again. So I just think this kind of plays into Lane's hands, honestly. And uh, I don't even know that Ole Miss is the better team. I just think that they're the better team Saturday, and I think they get it. Yeah, this one here, man. I, I like. I kind of yeah. looked at our last few picks, and I'm like, we got we got way too much in common. Um, <laughs> I said last week I, I couldn't pick LSU because it kind of you know pissed me off against Florida State, but <laughs> I, we couldn't have too much in common. And uh, like I said last, you know, last week with Ole Miss, their defense concerns me. Yeah. And I think with LSU, obviously, if they finally play uh, Harold Perkins how he should be, I think LSU's defense, bros, is one of the best, obviously, in the nation. They didn't do that. I don't know why against Florida, uh, Florida State. But I think maybe if they can kind of get their whatever together, um, I think they can kind of beat Ole Miss. Cause I think LSU's defense is a little bit better. Um, so... Hopefully the Tigers get me some some help here because I need it this week. Um, interesting game here. Notre Dame coming off a big loss to old Ohio State at home. Um, you know, traveling to Durham, facing the Blue Devils. I think here what I'm more interested in seeing is is Duke for real. You know, obviously they're sitting here undefeated. Um, college game days. Traveling to Durham for the first time ever. It's gonna be a lot of hype around this for the for the Blue Devil fans. So I know it sounds crazy, but I got an upset here. Even though Duke's undefeated in Notre Dame, I got the upset because Notre Dame is gonna have all the horses here. And like I said last week, bro, Duke plays fun fundamental uh football. Yep. And they're sound, they're disciplined, yep. they don't yep. make too many mistakes. And if you make the mistakes, I think you can make the pay. And I like the quarterback, and I think they can score points. I'm not too sure about Notre Dame here. How are you rolling with this one? I'm going to double down. Woo. Put it up. Let's go. Man, Woo. I just – I think Notre Dame put a lot out Saturday. You know, I think I think they put a lot into that game. You're on the road again. And Duke, like, I'm not drinking blue Kool-Aid. But right. – Forever, Duke has been 
that school, you know, where, you know, academics and all that. And then while you're there, you might play a little football. Now they got a head coach. It's like, hold on, no, I'm here to coach football. Like, we're going to play some football. And right. like you said, they're fundamentally sound. They just do things the right way. They're bought in. And this would be an amazing win for that program if they can get this Saturday. And I think they do. I think I think they get it done. So give me give me the Dukies with the upset. Yeah, I mean, it, this is going to be a game I'm definitely going to have on the, on the television. Of course, we both picked it. We yeah. both picked it, so we know Notre Dame gonna pull it out because since we both picked it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm a ride with the Blue Devils on this. <laughs> so another SEC game. You have the Aggies coming off a big win against Auburn. Um, I know Auburn's one and two or one and three. I think it is whatever. I get that, but obviously A and M needed that win. Now they're traveling to Arkansas. They're about to face a Razorback team that honestly should have won last week. Um, but LSU had the ball at the right time, and, and they pulled it out, so no no knock there. But you got a hungry, hungry Razorback team that's trying to keep their footing in the SEC here. Who do you have and why? Uh, I got, I'm going to go with the Hogs. Give me Arkansas. Ooh. I just – I'm I'm taking the Hogs, man. Every time I talk about Texas A&M, and you take this for whatever you want to. But every time I talk about Texas A&M, I feel like I just bought a used car and got halfway down the road and it started smoking and blew up on the side of the road. Like, I wonder I just, if that's because uh, Jimbo owns a couple car lots. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I wouldn't buy a car from him. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I just, I just every time, like every time I even talk about him, when you get done, I just feel like guilty or something. Like I just right. did something wrong. I. I, I ain't taking Texas A&M. I think now I, I do get what you're saying. Yeah, you've said a couple times you think they're kind of a surprise team and a sleeper team, and I and I agree, I agree with that because of the way some other teams are looking. You know, they've got the talent on that roster to do that. We know they do, right? But they never do it. Right? They've always right. got the talent. They don't ever do it. So right. I, I think I think the Hawks are still trying to prove something. They're still trying to move some people around and do some things. So, you know, they at home. And again, if they beat if they beat A and M, it's going to be a great win for them. It's always a great win when you beat A and M for some reason. So I'm gonna go with the Hawks. Yeah, and I mean, I, I really can't disagree with you here. I, like I said, I, I like Arkansas. I think they have a really good quarterback. He's underrated. He, yeah, he can do it all. On his, with his feet, with his arms. It's a really good good quarterback. My only concern with Arkansas is do they have the weapons? You know, A&M, obviously, their front seven can bring it. But I think A&M this week score more. Um, I think it's going to be kind of similar to what happened with last week with LSU and, and Arkansas. Who's got the ball last? And honestly, when you got a guy like Evan Stewart, I think you can score at any moment. Um so, and then Noah, Noah Thompson's kind of been – or Thomas, he's been kind of quiet lately. He needs a game to break out. Yeah. So, I got A&M here. I got Aggies traveling in to Little Rock and pulling it out at the end of the day. Um, I think it should be a good game, though. Agreed. Moving in to undefeated Kansas and undefeated Texas, this one to me is going to get a little interesting, right, because Texas is rolling, right? Texas is – I mean, they're, they're moving right along. But Kansas is that team that they've been a thorn to a lot of Big 12 teams who have seemed to be headed into college football playoffs, Oklahoma, Texas, TCU, Baylor. Like, they've, they've put some fear in some guys. And they're coached very well. But I don't think it happens this week. I think Texas does what they do, and I think they put up I – think, I think it'll be a good game. I will say that first. I think they do their, I think they do what they're supposed to do and, and kind of get up out of um get out of this week pretty handily. Which way are you rolling? Texas wins, Texas wins, Texas wins. And if I gotta explain if I gotta explain why Texas wins and I, I I can't help you. They're just better <laughs> team and they're at home. I get you, Kansas. I see you, Kansas, but not this week. Not this week. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? Um, yeah. I think that game, Simple. if you pick Kansas, you know something we don't know, which could very well be the truth. Um, but moving into this Pac-12 
probably game of the week. Um, Utah, Oregon State. Um, obviously, Utah coming off another big win, uh, moving right along in the Pac-12. Oregon State coming off a disappointing loss to uh, Washington State this week, the battle of the two Pac-2s, right? Um, I just – this week I'm, I'm interested to see kind of what team you see with Oregon State. Which mm. way Which way you rolling the dice um, here in, uh, in Corvallis? Yeah, it, it seems like everybody just keeps waiting on Utah to not show up. Like You know, it's like we've had a couple of years where everybody was kind of really big on them, and then this year it's like everybody's like, I don't know, it's like every week. just It don't happen this week either. Utah rolls. Give me the Utes. Yeah, I, like I, I kind of – obviously I, I've talked a lot about how I like Oregon State's offense, and they got a really good under, underrated defense. But I honestly, bro, I can't knock what Utah has done. Still missing their starting quarterback. He's been hurt since last year. And they just keep finding a way to win. And, I mean, they're, it's not like they're struggling to win. They're beating teams convincingly each and every week. I, I can't go against Utah here. Um, at least until I see Oregon State kind of get back on the ball here. I know people – national-wise, television-wise, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be the game of the week. USC's high-power offense meeting Colorado's playmakers. Honestly, I don't think we got to worry too much. I think USC does what they're supposed to do. That defensive line is going to eat again um, against Colorado's O-line. Like I said before, until they show me they can get some trenches, Yes, they got playmakers. Yes, they can score. And I think they'll score. I think they'll score more here this week than they did against Oregon. I think yep. Oregon has the, one of the best defenses in the Pac 12. Maybe you can kind of get the argument Washington because I really do like what Washington's got. But I just don't, bro. I think USC can just, they, they'll probably score 14 out of 14 drives this week. That offense is it's ridiculous. So, which, which way you riding the Boulder? Yeah, Oregon beat Colorado like they just cheated on their sister. I mean, just beat them silly. And USC going to – the only difference in this game is it's going to happen in Colorado. I mean, it's it's going to be I – just, I just don't see it. I mean, if I'm missing something, you tell me, but I don't even think this is remotely close. I think it's similar to what you saw last week. I just don't think they've got – you mentioned the trenches, and I just think roster top to bottom, they just don't have – to keep up with this USC team right now, at least not this year. So I, I think it's USC, and I don't think it's even a ball game. Yeah, um, obviously, arguably, game of the week for the ACC, because quote-unquote Notre Dame is not. Clemson, coming off a, a bad loss to Florida State, travels up to Syracuse, faces off with the Orange in the Dome. How are you riding in this game? I have not seen I, – I can't believe I'm saying this. I have not seen anything from Clemson that lets me pick them in this game. Ooh. Nothing. Yeah. I ain't seen nothing. I've not seen nothing. And now you're going on the road, you know, at the Q's. I just haven't seen anything. And I sat here and I looked at this game, and I even questioned myself. I was arguing with myself. Oh, are you sure? But I just haven't seen nothing. Like, if I pick Clemson, right, right. I'm just why? Like, right. I ain't seen nothing. Why would I pick <laughs> Why would I pick you? I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, Stay I, home. Just don't even go. I'll be honest with you, bro. I can't disagree here. <laughs> it's I crazy. hate that we agree this much. <laughs> I know. We only disagreed on like two games. What's and, funny is, is the games that we're agreeing on, Clemson and Syracuse, normally you'd be like, are you stupid? Yeah. Why no, you're agreeing it with me. And on Duke Notre Dame, you'd be like, are you stupid? No, yeah, you're agreeing no, with bro. me. It, this I, is all. It, this is great. This is why I love college football. I think, honestly, when you look at this Clemson team, I, like, I thought later in the year they typically do what Clemson does, right? I thought, yeah. hey, look, they're going to score eventually. That offense yes. is going to play. they yes. they got to have playmakers. Bro, yes. Clemson, you're talking about a team that won two national championships in the last 10 years. Yeah. And they still have the same coach. So when I look at this game, bro, I'm like, honestly, Syracuse can score points. I don't know if if Clemson can play mistake-free football. 
I don't this know if crazy. I want to take Clemson. This conversation should be reversed. Like you should be saying, I don't know if Syracuse can play Mr. Clemson going to score. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. When, when I looked at that game, bro, I was like, what what am what am I thinking? Right? <laughs> like, yeah. I literally tried to find a reason why not to pick Syracuse. Yeah, I, I caught myself out of it. Clemson. And I'm like, man, like I'm literally about to pick Syracuse right now. It, and like this can't be real. And I was like, you know what? Like until I see Clemson show up, and I, and I hate it because what I'm saying. One, we don't play Syracuse. I know we don't play Syracuse this year. It would look good for Clemson to get on the ball, start yeah, winning when we yeah. face them. Because bro, we face a two and four, two and five Clemson yeah. team, bro. That game might be on a nine a.m. freaking CBS news, like. And that the hell goes. Ain't that how it goes as Canes fans? Now we're sitting here going, man, I wish we had Syracuse on the schedule. It would look better if we beat them. Yeah, and now here we are, man. We got Clemson coming right. Man, I don't know. It's just not going to be a big win. Man, and, and I never know, thought I'd be saying this stuff. You know what the crazy part is? is honestly, <laughs> I, I still think, obviously, at the end of the day, Clemson could and should win yes, that game. they should. They should. Yes. But – from everything I've seen in the last what? few weeks with Clemson, Mm-mm. Clemson is is not the, the like if, if you're a Clemson fan and you're like, look, we're just gonna have a rough year, we're gonna get right back on the ball. No, bro, like yeah. there should be some serious concerns in Clemson, yeah. South Carolina, right now. And and here's here's what you deal with when you're a program about Clemson, a couple of natties and and things like that, right? You're Clemson, right? right? The problem with being that is when you're having a year like this. Programs like Syracuse are licking their chops. Like this is huge for them. Right? Yeah. I don't care if you've won two games or eight. I don't care. Man. You're Clemson, and when you roll into Syracuse on Saturday, Syracuse gonna be waiting on you. If they're it not, is, they got problems. They're gonna be waiting I on agree. you. They they're looking forward to this. Like this is a Man. big big game for them. You know. And so I just think I just think with that too, and it's kind of like if Clemson does win, I'm gonna be like, okay, so I didn't pick the upset. Because that's almost what it's going to be. Clemson goes up there and gets the win, based on what I've seen. I, I, just I agree. I don't see how I could pick how I could pick them. And, right. and I'll say this: Florida State better hope Clemson just finds a way to either yeah, win absolutely. or barely lose. Because absolutely. if Syracuse strolls up there after watching Louisville manhandle or Boston College, oh, yeah, and, you know, obviously Florida State kind of snuck out of there. Cool, I get it. But if you look at multiple good wins for Florida State, the, the two power, you know, ACC games. You have a BC game that they struggled in. Yeah. That Louisville came in and dominated. And then yep. you have a Clemson game that obviously went over time and you right. pulled it out like whatever. Right. If Syracuse, well, I get it. It's at Syracuse, whatever, bro. If Syracuse walks in there and beats them 41 to 14 oh, or something, yeah, there's going to be some, some kind of I I bashes at uh, Florida State. Yeah. So Florida State should be kind of weird. I'll see what what happens that game as well. Yeah. So obviously that's our ten games of the week this week. We don't play. We play next week. Can't wait for that. Um, enjoy. Have fun watching. You know some college football. Yeah. Obviously don't stress this week. We won't even play. Um, you know so we're undefeated regardless coming out of this week. <laughs> enjoy it. Have a good weekend. You know, please make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, go follow us on, on Facebook, Sebastian Lane. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all across the line. Um, we will obviously be back next week, same time, same place. As always, it's all about the